Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Thanks for hanging in there. It's been a few extra days since we released our last episode, and it's so crazy with back to school these past couple weeks, and every other day is a new activity because we started a new school and everything. So thanks for hanging in there and waiting. And this week's episode, we get to part four of Harry versus the first 100 days of school. And it brings us to the halfway point. I think we end on day 51, which is right around Thanksgiving time for Harry and his school year. I hope you guys are enjoying this series. We really love it. We've read the book a couple times now, and I thought you guys would really enjoy that. So I hope you are. Before we get into part four, we're going to do a quick shout out. And this shout out is a special one. I got a voice message from a mom of a little girl named Fiona, which is the cutest name and she just wanted to us to give a shout out to Miss Fiona because she has a birthday coming up in September actually it was maybe a few days ago so we want to say happy birthday Fiona thank you so much for listening to us we're so glad you love it and that you and your mommy are getting closer because of sleepyhead stories what a sweet message to get guys thank you so much I'm gonna play it for you all to hear and then we're gonna get into the episode Have a great week, guys, and have a great day or a great night, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Hi, I'm Jamie. Um, My daughter is Fiona, and I just wanted to see if you guys could give her my belated but a birthday shout out. Her birthday is on September 10th, and she's turning nine and you both have been kind of a lifesaver with her and she loves you guys and she even started her own podcast and likes to mention you guys a lot and it's helped us become a lot closer so we appreciate you thanks harry versus the first 100 days of school Part 4. Chapter 8. Losing. Day 40. Friday, November 2nd. Every Friday, Harry's class has gym. Miss Tanika, the gym teacher, is very strong and loud. She doesn't yell exactly, but her voice is sharp. Still, Harry likes gym. First, they do animal warm-ups. They skitter like crabs and then tromp like bears. They hop like bunnies and skip like deer. Miss Tanika calls out the animals faster and faster. Today, they learn a new game, sharks and minnows. There is a team of sharks and a team of minnows. Harry is a minnow. 
The idea is that the minnows run from one wall of the gym to the other while the sharks try to catch them. Once a minnow gets caught, it becomes a shark. There are more and more sharks until finally there is only one minnow left. Harry runs high speed. The sharks catch Diamond first, then Robbie and Kamani, then Wyatt and some other kids. Harry runs high speed again, but now there are more sharks, so it's harder. Wyatt tags him. Why are you always trying to get me? says Harry as the sharks go back to their starting place. He didn't want to turn into a shark. He wanted to be the speediest minnow. Because you are slow and I am so fast, says Wyatt, shrugging. Let's eat up Mason, okay? I'm not eating up my best friend, says Harry. Uh, it's a game, doof. Miss Tonica blows her whistle and the sharks are supposed to chase again. Ah! Harry complains. He was a minnow like a minute ago and now he's supposed to eat the minnows? It feels wrong. Wyatt knows what he's talking about, says Diamond before she runs off. I've been a shark for a long time now. Just pretend you're a great white Gobble up the minnows, and that's that. No biggie. Then, Mason zips by. Try to eat me, he yells. So, Harry does. He chases Mason. Zoom! Across the gym. Day 41. Monday, November 5th. Tomorrow is election day. No school. Miss Peekschnitzel reads the students a book about a girl named Grace who wants to be president. She writes election on the sparkly word wall. It's important to vote. That way, you get a say about what goes on in the world, says the teacher. And here in first grade, we are going to have an election too. A pretend one. A silly one. Okay? Okay, the kids shout. Let's pretend we are going to elect a class president. Everybody will get to vote, and the candidates are fluff monsters. Real fluff monsters? asks Abigail. Well, says Miss Peekschnitzel, they're puppets. I'm going to do their voices. She pulls out a puppet of Dumpler, the red and orange fluff monster. I want to be president, she says in her dumpler voice. I collect gold and jewels and seashells. Then she brings out a puppet, Gorf, the green fluff monster. I want to be a president, she makes Gorf say. I like honey, sugar, and everything sweet. The dumpler puppet is back. Tell us about how you will be a good president, says the teacher using her dumpler voice. Then she does her dumpler voice again. I will be good at helping you with math and I am very good at counting and I can count way over 100. Also, I will share my seashells with you. What about you, Gorf? Miss Peekschnitzel changes to the Gorf puppet. Tell us about how you will be a good president, she says in her real voice. 
Then she does her dwarf voice. Cupcakes every day. Yum, yum, yum. Is there anything else important? Asks the teacher. Nope. Cupcakes every day. Yum, 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 says Gorf. Now the kids ask questions. If you get to be president, will you help when it's cleanup time? Asks Kamani. Dumpler says, I will help, but I have very short arms. Kids will need to do most of the cleanup work. Gorf says, Cupcakes every day. Yum, yum, yum. If you get to be president, will you be nice to us if we don't understand a lesson? Asks Abigail. Dumpler says, I will be nice. I will try to help you understand. Gorf says, Cupcakes every day. Yum, yum, yum. Then Miss Peek Schnitzel puts the puppets away and she gives the kids an index card. Write Gorf if you want Gorf to be your president. Write Dumpler if you want Dumpler. Harry votes for Dumpler. Everyone turns in their cards. Miss Peekschnitzel counts the votes. Gorf wins. Some kids cheer. They like Gorf because she he is so funny. But Harry is a bit sad. So is Abigail. They are both fans of Dumpler. Day 42. Wednesday, November 7th. Harry went to vote with Mommy yesterday. She voted at the YMCA where they sometimes play basketball on weekends, but it looked different. It was set up with booths and tables. There was a line, and they had to wait. Afterward, Mommy let Harry have her I Voted sticker to put on his coat. Today, lots of kids have stickers on their jackets, just like Harry. Miss Peekschnitzel admires them. I like to see people voting because voting is one of the ways we can be change makers in our world, she says. They are talking about voting at morning meeting when Diamond raises her hand. My mom ran for city council, but she didn't win, she says. Harry doesn't know what city council is, but it sounds important. Is she sad? He asks. She cried, says Diamond. Then I cried because she cried, and, and then it was bedtime. Miss Peekschnitzel listens as more kids talk about what they did on election day, but Harry is thinking about Diamond's mom. He has been to Diamond's apartment, and they even went out to dinner at Yummy Taco. Both their families got together. When kids finish with their math sheets, they are allowed to draw until it's time for reading. Harry gets paper and folds it in half to make a card. He draws a chocolate cake on the cover using a brown crayon and pink candles. He isn't sure what to write inside. Sorry you lost, he finally writes. He isn't sure if he spelled it right, but he printed very neatly. He pushes the card over to Diamond. This is for your mom. She only likes vanilla cake, Diamond says, crumpling it up and shoving it in her backpack. Harry feels himself flush. Why is Diamond so mean sometimes? She didn't even say the card was nice. She crumpled it. Ugh, 
He feels like slamming his hand on the table, but he knows he shouldn't. What can he do? D and M, he finally says. What? Diamond has been talking to Kamani as they transition to reading time. <sighs> Never mind. Harry doesn't want to explain. He picks up a book and practices sounding out words, speaking softly to himself. Silent E makes cub into cube. It makes fin into fine. He is going to remember that and not think about diamond at all. Day 43, Thursday, November 8th. This week, sight words are first, again, because, and only. Everyone has to write sentences using the words to make a story. They don't have to worry about spelling except for the sight words. Harry writes, Harry, November 8th. First, I made a cake card. Then I got disappointed and mad again. That's because Diamond is mean. Only she is also my friend. Then he turns his paper over so Diamond won't see it. When writing time is over, Diamond shows him her paper. Diamond, November 8th. First, my mom lost the election. I was mean again to Harry. I was sad because I wished I wasn't mean. I wish I was only nice all the time. My mom loved your card, she says. She told me to say thank you. You're welcome. Diamond smiles. I still think you're nice, says Harry. Okay, good, says Diamond. I think you're nice too. Chapter 9, Abigail. Day 44, Friday, November 9th. During math, the students get to go to the gymnasium. Miss Peek Schnitzel has them line up in a row, and then they each take 100 steps. How surprising! They end up at different places. Some people have longer strides, she explains. 100 is different for me than for you. Abigail doesn't line up or step. She sits in a corner of the gym and puts her hands over her eyes. Harry goes and sits by her. Hi, he whispers. Mmm, says Abigail. Watch me, okay? Abigail takes a hand off one eye. Harry walks on tiptoe. He does it super funny. Tippy-toe, tippy-toe, 100 teeny tiny steps. Come on, Abigail, he calls when he finished. I bet you can't take steps as small as me. I can too, Abigail answers. Harry has to run back to help her. Let me see, what did you say? I said I can too. Harry holds out his hand and Abigail takes it. He pulls her up to standing. Together, they take the teeniest, tiniest, tippy-toe steps all the way to 100. Abigail's are even tinier than Harry's, but he doesn't mind. Next, they take 100 giant steps and 100 ballet leaps 
and 100 T-Rex leaps. Everyone joins in. When they go back to class, Abigail is smiling. Maybe I can be a stepping expert, thinks Harry, or an Abigail expert. But stepping isn't really something that needs experts, and Harry doesn't know if Abigail really lives with six dogs, so he's definitely not an Abigail expert yet. He will have to keep working. Day 45, Tuesday, November 13th. There was no school on Monday. Harry spent the morning at Mason's while Mommy was at work. Then, Eveline picked him up and Abigail came over to play. It was the first time she had been to Harry's apartment. and She wanted to know the names of every single one of his stuffed animals. Eveline helped them bake chocolate chip cookies and Charlotte played Crazy Eights with them. Today, Miss Peekschnitzel writes the word gratitude on the sparkly word wall. Thanksgiving is coming up, she says. At the Graham School, we study the history of that holiday in third and fourth grade. It is a complicated history to learn about. So in first grade, we mostly think about gratitude. That means feeling grateful and giving thanks. Harry raises his hand. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Please and nice to meet you, he says. Those are magic words my mom taught me. Miss Peek Schnitzel smiles. I like those words, she says, and writes, You're welcome on the sparkly word wall, too. There is much to be thankful for, says Mrs. Peek Schnitzel, but first, let's remember, not everyone sees Thanksgiving as a time for thanks. The holiday has to do with the arrival of Europeans to this land long ago. It was terrible in lots of ways for the Wampanoag, the indigenous people who already lived in the Northeast. Where the pilgrims landed, many died and lost much of the land of their people had always lived on. There is still sadness about that. Let's reflect. Then, they sit in silence for a moment. Harry looks at his hands. He didn't know there was a sad history to Thanksgiving. Thank you for thinking about that history with me, says the teacher. Now on a brighter note, what do you feel gratitude for? Diamond says ice cream. Mason says pebble. Kamani says yarn. Why yarn? asks the teacher. It makes me happy, says Kamani. I can make things and it comes in so many colors. Wyatt says his grandma. Abigail says she is grateful for Harry because he cheers her up when she is having a tough day. Harry was going to say he feels grateful for fluff monsters, but he remembers Abigail and the teeny tiny steps they did and the play date and the fluff monster book from the library. I'm grateful for Abigail too, he says. Day 46, Wednesday, November 14th. Harry never should have said he was grateful for Abigail. Now, at lunchtime, Wyatt goes, Abigail and Harry sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. 
Nuh-uh, Wyatt, says Abigail quietly, but Wyatt says it again. Diamond steps in, louder. Leave them alone. You don't know what you're talking about. Harry just eats his cold dumplings and says nothing. He doesn't want to get Wyatt mad in case Wyatt starts talking about pulling down pants. Wyatt says the rhyme again. Stop it, yells Diamond. You're bothering them, and it's not even a good poem. But Wyatt keeps going. Abigail climbs under the cafeteria table. Harry wants to make Wyatt stop, but no words will come out of his mouth. Day 47, Thursday, November 15th. When Harry says hi to Abigail, Wyatt makes a kissy face. When Harry hands Abigail a pencil, kissy face. He even chants quietly during reading. Abigail and Harry sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes Harry with the baby carriage. Wyatt, says Miss Peekschnitzel. I am at the end of my patience with that rhyme. Would you please keep your opinions to yourself? It's not an opinion, says Wyatt. It's a true fact. Day 48, Friday, November 16th. Today Harry has a plan. He's got advice from Charlotte last night. She has just, he has to wait till lunchtime for it. Abigail and Harry sitting in a tree, says Wyatt, as they all sit down with their pizza in the cafeteria. Nuh-uh, says Abigail again. Her eyes look big and watery. You're getting on my nerves, Wyatt, says Diamond. But Wyatt doesn't stop. Harry speaks loudly, like the rhyme Charlotte taught him. Happy llama, sad llama, totally red llama, super llama, drama llama, big fat mama llama, don't forget Obama llama, yes we can, moose alpaca, moose, moose alpaca, moose alpaca, moose, moose alpaca. He does the hand movements Charlotte taught him, making his hand Llama that swoops and wiggles with his fingers. Oh, what's that? says Wyatt. Yeah, show us, says Diamond. Everyone does. Happy llama, sad llama, for the rest of lunch and recess. Wyatt doesn't sing this sitting in a tree song again. He has forgotten all about it in the fun of moose, moose, alpaca. Harry is grateful for the llama rhyme and for his sister Charlotte too. Chapter 10. Pom-poms. Day 49. Monday, November 19th. Today, Kamani's mom comes to school to teach the children how to make tiny pom-poms. She wears them in her hair and in a printed 
scarfed handkerchief and carries a huge bag of craft supplies. Kamani looks so proud and happy. Harry wishes his mom would come to the classroom to do crafts too, or his dad. If daddy visited, he could teach everyone that funny dance that's like a monkey. Kamani's mom shows the kids how to wrap the yarn around a plastic fork and you tie it in the middle and you cut the edges off. And then you fluff it out, she says, holding up a pom-pom. She has four different colors of yarn. Harry makes green pom-poms. So does Diamond. Abigail makes purple. Mason and Wyatt make yellow. Kamani starts with red, but switches her yarn, so her pom-poms have all different colors together. She is good at making them already. I do it at home all the time, she tells the kids at the goat table. Then everyone glues their pom-poms to the ends of the pipe cleaner so that they look like flowers. Then they tie their bouquet with white lacy bows. White lacy bows are for girls, says Wyatt scornfully. People shouldn't limit themselves, says Kamani. That's what my parents say. Day 50, Tuesday, November 20th. Jobs can't change again today. Harry doesn't get to be the line leader. Mia does. Harry is only electrician. He turns off the lights when the students leave the room. The sight words for the week are his, her, old, and stop. As usual, Miss Peekschnitzel wants the students to write four sentences to make a story using the words. But today, Harry can't think of any sentences. His brain won't make them. Wyatt is writing. Mason is writing. Kamani and Abigail and Diamond are writing. Harry drums on the table. Pom, pom, pause. A dum, pom, pom, pause. Pom, pom, pause. A lum, pom, pom, pause. Harry, my friend, says the teacher. Yes. Please remember your sight words. But Harry really feels like drumming, so he drums with sight words. Old pom pom, his pom pom, old pom pom, her pom pom. Mason has written his sentences already, so now he starts drumming too. And together they go Old pom pom, his pom pom. Her pom-pom, stop. Old pom-pom, his pom-pom, her pom-pom, stop. Hello again. Now the teacher is standing over them. Mr. Mason and Mr. Harry, what is going on here? There's a lot of noise. I finished my sentences, says Mason. Miss Peekschnitzel looks at his paper. Yes, you did, she says. And I'm going to ask you to choose a book from the book bin, and you may read until the lesson is over. Now, Harry, her voice is loud. Harry puts his head down on the desk. Miss Peekschnitzel clears her throat. <clears throat> Why is your head down? The words come out small. You always yell at me. I do raise my voice sometimes when my students are not listening, she says. Harry keeps his face down on the table. It's still yelling. 
Well, Miss Peekschnitzel takes a deep breath and exhales. I don't want to be yelling. I really don't. But sometimes I feel frustrated, just the way you probably do. Harry made a poem, Miss Peekschnitzel, says Diamond suddenly. Excuse me? says the teacher. He made a poem from his sight words. He had to drum it to make the rhythm good. The teacher wrinkles her eyebrows, but she softens and says, All right, Harry, would you say your poem for me? Harry sits up. He doesn't dare drum again, so he says the rhythm by itself. His voice feels tiny, and he stares down at the table as he speaks. Old pom-pom, his pom-pom, her pom-pom, stop. Old pom-pom, his pom-pom, her pom-pom, stop. That will do very nicely, says Miss Peekschnitzel. It will? Harry is surprised. It's got a great rhythm, says the teacher. Now write it down, please, silently. Day 51, Wednesday, November 21st. What are you doing for the break? Asks the teacher at morning meeting. I'm going with Carl and my mother to Carl's brother's house for Thanksgiving. He's a terrible cook, so I always volunteer to bake pies. Carl makes green bean casserole. Kids raise their hands and say what their plans are. Wyatt's grandma is having people over and Wyatt will make cranberry sauce. Diamond's mother will have a party with rainbow tablecloths and not call it Thanksgiving at all. Abigail's family will volunteer at a homeless shelter in the morning and then they will have cake with candles because it's Abigail's birthday. Harry and Charlotte will visit their father in Boston. Mommy is renting a car and will drive them tonight. On the phone, their dad said he bought an apple pie for him and a chocolate cake for Harry and Charlotte. Daddy will make a chicken, since none of them like turkey, and they'll have biscuits and gravy, and they'll watch Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV. Harry doesn't know how to explain all this to the class, though, so he doesn't raise his hand until the teacher asks about gratitude. I'm grateful for chocolate cake, he says. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please subscribe to make sure you get updated every time we release a new episode and send us those shout outs. We love to hear them. You can send them to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com. You can send them to us on social media, on Sleepyhead Stories on Instagram or Facebook, or you can even send us a voice message via the Anchor app. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day or a great night.